The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. Today's episode is brought to you by Wink. I'm in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Shut up. You got it. We have so much good stuff on today's show, and I'm about to tell you about it. We got Worst Things First, the most fucked up news of the week. After that, we got a little deep dive for you. Back to school edition, because it's after Labor Day. So all the disgusting, barely post-pubescent college kids are going to come slithering out of their parents' dens back to school to live with one another in filth and sin. So we're diving deep into the worst kinds of roommates from college and beyond. And then finally, we have an interview and a new rendition of Witch's Worst with the hilarious, brilliant Ziwe Fumudo. She's a writer on The Rundown with Robin Thede on BET. And you probably already follow her on Twitter, especially if you're one of the people who still laugh while scrolling through your timeline instead of throwing it violently against the wall. Because that's what I do, and I've gone through like three phones this week. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's get on with the show. No surprise here. We're going to start off with Worst Things First, the most fucked up news of the week. First up, Elon Musk, who uh, I imagine if E.T. were a human being, it would look like Elon Musk. (laughs) Anyway, he's the CEO of Tesla. Have you ever ridden in a Tesla? Because I have. Once. Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla and rich weirdo, is predicting World War III on Twitter. And it's not North Korea who's going to do it. It's the robots. 
Probably the Russian robots. Because I guess Vladimir Putin, the saggy titted <laughs> dictator of Russia. Let's be real. Those things are swinging. Anyway, he gave a speech at a college in Russia and said, whichever country leads the way in artificial intelligence will come to dominate global affairs. And then Elon Musk was like, here we go, because he thinks that all the countries are going to compete to see who can make the smartest robots, and then the robots are going to rise up and kill us all. It's actually super terrifying. That's really scary. Yeah. While he's coming, while we're all floating around in our fat scooters in space. Next, Kate Middleton and her middle-aged balding husband, (laughs) Bill the Prince, are expecting a third child, and I'm already fucking sick of it. I don't give a shit about the royal family. I really don't. The only royal who I care about is the one with the ginger bush on face and pubis. (laughs) Harry. Harry Windsor. And any royal that Lord sings about. That's who I care about. A third baby means Prince Harry gets knocked down a peg in the line of succession. Which means now we have like four people to kill if I'm going to marry him and become a prince. Princess. Well, five if you include the girl from Suits who he's dating. Next! Sworn enemy of this show, Ed Sheeran. Because the world can only have one weird looking ginger. And I'm here. And I'm not fucking going anywhere, Edward. He apparently built a pub that's attached to his house, but it's only open when he's in town. And it's only for his friends. And his friends were like, we thought he was just going to open a bar and we'd all get to go there whenever we wanted. But no, we can only go when he's here. So basically, Ed Sheeran opened a basement. (laughs) I don't understand why there's a full fucking article about Ed Sheeran opening a pub. It's not a fucking pub if it's only open when he's there. Ed Sheeran opened another room in his house. Also, is he charging his friends? (laughs) This just sounds like a shitty friend. I don't think so. I just don't understand why this article is saying that he he opened a pub when it's like not a pub. Anyway, shut up, Ed Sheeran. Go steal another song from TLC. Next up, Australia, home of some of the hottest people and also scariest monsters in the world, is having a mail-in survey uh, for same-sex marriage, because that's how all policy should be decided, is just fill out this mail-in form letting us know if we should discriminate against people. We'll mail it right to your house and then you just fill in a bubble and then mail it back to us. Apparently the survey that they're sending out doesn't actually have any impact on law. It's just like a survey to get a sense of where everybody stands. And if a majority of people support same-sex marriage, then they might introduce a bill to make it legal or vice versa. The other thing that I laughed about from Australia this week, not that I'm laughing over everybody campaigning against same-sex marriage, but there's the cartoon called Peppa the Pig. Peppa, spelled P-E-P-P-A. They have an episode about uh, how spiders are friendly and nice. Yeah, bullshit propaganda from the pro-spider group. But Australian TV banned the episode because they were like, no, you don't fuck with spiders in Australia because you'll die. (laughs) They were like, we cannot teach children that spiders are nice. Australia, there are spiders that are like bigger than babies there, which is fucked. Anyway, finally, 
the worst news of the week. Mario from Mario Brothers is apparently no longer a plumber because he's too good. Just because he he defeated Bowser and saved Princess Peach, thinks he's he can do whatever he wants now, and he forgets his blue-collar roots and decides he's not a plumber anymore. Jesus rose up, and he's still a goddamn carpenter. <laughs> Jesus is up in heaven fucking building log cabins, and Mario thinks he's too good. According to the maker of Mario, his, his last name is Mario. <laughs> it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Anyway, um, fuck you, Mario. And that's Worst Things First, the most fucked up news of the week. Next up, we got a deep dive for you. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep tie, deep tie, deep tie, deep tie. Ugh, roommates. Can't live with them. End of sentence. Every day I thank baby Jesus that I don't have a roommate any longer. The last roommate I had was very nice and I loved her. I was the bad roommate. So all of these reasons why roommates are terrible are just a reflection of who I am as a person because <laughs> I was all of these things. Um, but yes, I have had roommates in the past. I've heard the stories. So let's get into the worst types of roommates. One, when I was in college, it was my senior year. I lived in a dorm because I was a loser and I lived in a dorm all four years. But I lived in one of those like apartment style dorms where everybody had their own room, but you shared like a suite and it had like a whole kitchen and a living room. And I lived next door to my former best friend because we had a friend breakup. And it was my birthday and we had cake and I put it in the fridge. And then the next day, there was a giant chunk of my birthday cake missing. And I know that it was my former best friend and his girlfriend and they fucking ate part of my cake. And I was so mad. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Is that why you guys broke up? <laughs> no, we were already broken up, but it Ooh, solidified it. next to each other? Yeah, it was super awkward. It was totally my fault. <laughs> you can read about this in my book, but yeah, it was totally my fault. Next, the roommate who fucks up your Netflix suggestions. Get your own Netflix profile. It, they make it easy. You just create a, the little smiley guy next to the other smiley guy and then you don't have to fuck up all of my suggestions i don't want to watch your fucking goat crime shows where the like mystery talking goat solves murders i would watch that <laughs> i probably would too <laughs> <laughs> the roommate who makes you feel bad for not doing anything all day it is my right as an american citizen to sit in my own filth for hours at a time just sinking into the same spot, into the same hole, sweat pooling underneath my body, just granola crumbs underneath my breasts, marinara sauce pooling under my buttocks. I, yeah, I absolutely on weekends would just sit in my room and, and fester and would always feel bad. 
because my roommate did not do that. And she would go out into the world and be a human being. Next! The roommate who always brings randos over. So you have to sit in your room and you can't leave. You can't, You have to guard your jewels and your, your preciouses. You can't leave your bedroom to gather twigs and berries from the kitchen or to pee in the bathroom. So you have to just sit and camp out in your bedroom and eat your bed sheets and pee in a cereal bowl until they leave. And that you carry out your bowls of shame. That was me. The roommate who always leaves bottles in the little bottle graveyard in the corner of the bathroom. Fuck you. Let's see. That roommate who scream fucks a different vagabond every night. The worst is when you hear the, like, stirring the macaroni and cheese sound. Uh, there's the roommate who secretly eats all of your food and uses your products. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I didn't buy these cheddar Cheez-Its for you. I bought them so I could drag them into my bedroom at three in the morning and swallow them without chewing. Anyway, those are the absolute worst roommate stories slash roommates. I hope you can all grow up to be an adult like me who lives only with your own shame and hairy dust babies. <sighs> May God have mercy on all of our souls. Next up, we got an interview and a fun game with comedian and writer Ziwe Fumudo right after this commercial break. I'd like to propose a toast to Wink. That's Wink with a C, the world's first and only personalized wine club. Wine clubs are objectively the best kind of club. What do you want, a fruit of the month club? Where the fruit isn't even juiced and fermented? No thank you. With a wine club, you can just sit on your couch and have wine mailed to your door every month. Yes, please. Mmm. I love Wink, I'm a proud subscriber. I get my box of wine every single month and I don't even have to put pants on. Plus, the brilliant people at Wink made me my very own chuggable red wine, the red wine of my dreams. I had my very own wine with Wink called To Be Honest, so you know they have good taste. It was a red blend that was perfect if you like drinking an entire bottle of wine in under five minutes in front of a camera alone in your apartment like I do, and it's not depressing. But maybe, to be honest, wouldn't be your style. Maybe you're not even sure what your wine style is. Don't worry, you can take Wink's palette profile quiz and they'll recommend distinct, interesting wines customized to your palette. Plus, did you know you could join for free? You can skip any month and cancel any time. And right now, Wink is offering listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com unhappy. They'll even cover the cost of shipping. That's trywink, spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C, dot com slash unhappy. You'll get $20 off your first order now, plus complimentary shipping. So try wink.com slash unhappy. Cheers. Our guest today is comedian and hilarious Twitter person, Ziwe Fumudo. Hi, yes, that is me. You said my last name correctly. Nice. Props. It's phonetic. 
Right. It should be easy. It should be easy, <laughs> but you'd be surprised. You have written and made a bunch of funny stuff for The Onion, Reductress, Above Average, which is home to your amazing series, Baited. Oh, thank with you. Z-Way. Thank you, my um, child, my firstborn. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome to Unhappy Hour. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be drunk with you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming. So I was going to say that before we get to anything, we went to school together. We did. Northwestern University. And yeah, I, I had no idea until we reached out and you told Barry, our producer. Yeah, I dropped a hint. I was like, by the way, he knows me and he'll claim that he doesn't. So, you know. It's true. It's true. Um, so your show on Above Average, yeah. Baited with Seaway. Oh my God, I love it. It's my child. I also love it. Thank um, you. It's, so you have a, a white coworker yes, every I, every episode yeah. who basically just makes super uncomfortable. Exactly. And try to bait them into saying something. Racist. Racist. <laughs> yeah. Or Kind of, uncomfortable. It's amazing. It's really fun to race bait people because I do it in real life, so you might as well have a camera in front of me. Why not? I just love, I think my favorite part is that everybody is just immediately uncomfortable oh, before yeah. you even say anything. Because they know who I am as a person. <laughs> and then I'm literally plotting here with like black paint, like, you should put this on Jackie Jennings. Why not? Right. Yeah. People can't tell, but I am white. I am oh, a yeah. white man. Mm-hmm. Um, very white. Yeah. Like, my skin is can be see-through. You're from uh, the Midwest. Chicago, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When I was a kid, my skin was, like, red constantly. Really? Were you born with blonde hair? Red. Like, oh, wow. Like, very red hair. Wow. I had a, I had a ginger mullet Did you really? as a child. Oh, my gosh. That's adorable. I would terrifying. Show, I would bring up a picture, but this is a podcast. <laughs> I, I want You should attach it to the cover art. That'd be amazing. We will. We will. You tweeted that you wanted Twitter to run your love life. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Thank and you for asking. Was that real? Yes, it's real. I'm currently dating someone as a result of this. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, he's my boyfriend, but he's not my boyfriend. Oh, but there I were air quotes there. Yeah. That I, yeah. <laughs> I want you to explain. Um, why is he not my boyfriend? Oh, because he said he's he's not. But why do I call <laughs> my boyfriend? Because he's a doctor. So that's So why. you've never <laughs> met this person. I know. We're, we we date now. We like, yeah, we... um. <laughs> That's Nigerian for fornicate. <laughs> I just did it a hand in signal. real life. <laughs> Like in person? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So basically, a year ago, I was really bored and I was dating this French dude um, who was lovely, but he he was racist. Um, that's a different story. Anyway, so we grew out of love. <laughs> um, but I decided to let Twitter take advantage of my love life and like, and I'd ask these questions like, should I go out tonight? Mm-hmm. Should I wear makeup? Should I shoot my shot? Blah, blah, blah. And so over the last year, they've been directing me on my love life. And so now, and so one of the questions is, if my DMs are open, and so it's if you have the best pickup line I'll go out on a date with you so Mm -hmm. Twitter picks this guy his pickup line was horrible it was something along the lines of um, what do polar bears do they break the ice something I don't get the joke it's not funny it doesn't land let's just say that he's not a comedian but he is a neurologist so I was like okay I'll date you like why not like a free dinner sure but I actually like the guy okay yeah so we've been dating for a little bit he's moving to, to Los Angeles. Uh, He's moving across the country to get away from the fact that I call him my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. So a success story? Um, It's just like a life story. I want to be like Carrie Bradshaw. Like, right. I'm just going to detail my love life until I end up dead in the Hudson. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like whatever. It's entertaining. Until, yeah, you settle for Mr. Big. and Oh, I have a Mr. Big in my life for sure. Oh. Yeah, he's horrible. We're cool, though. So this is not the neurologist. No, no, no. This is another man. Okay. Yeah. Who is he? 
Uh, what will we call him? We'll call him Mr. Mr. Bug. <laughs> He's just a guy. Yeah. You know, Mr. men Medium. come in and out of your life and they try to ruin things. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's why I shut my soul to everybody. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you in love and happy or you're you're alone and sad? Are you alone and happy? I'm alone and happy. Good. I'm alone and pretending to be happy. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I was single. I like... Like I stopped having sex after Barack Obama left office. Right. So I just didn't want to fuck in Trump's America, and and so I've recently gotten back into the dating world. So I like being single. That's good. Yeah, you can focus. You do more work. Like I'm more productive. All right. Next up, we have just a bunch of rapid fire. Oh sure. Your least favorite things. Okay. Worst food. Worst food. Oh oh no, I don't want to say an ethnic food. I will say uh, fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Just as a category. <laughs> okay, you can't disagree with that. Yeah. I hate vegetables. I love salt. Like Cauliflower is my least favorite. Oh, my God. Cauliflower it's is disgusting. Tasteless. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait. So this guy on Twitter slid into my... So I, I tweeted about my love life. Mm-hmm. And he, this guy was like, I am also a doctor. Do you want to date me? And I was like, no, thank you, sir. Because he was a doctor in philosophy. Like, that doesn't oh, count. Yeah, Sorry. No. PhD. Don't no, care. not a doctor. Anyway. But... He did. Then he was like, do you like cauliflower? I'll take you out to lunch. Son, I would never. <laughs> what was kind a, of pickup line is yeah, that? Yeah, like it's a no for me, dog, in the words of Randy Jackson. Yeah, no, thank also you. like cauliflower is the food that they compare genital growths to. Ew. Oh, because it, oh, like herpes. Well, we don't want to sex shame here. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their STDs, but That's I don't true. have any. That's true. <laughs> I'm not but gonna STD entitled. shame, I don't, but yeah, I don't will STD shame. It's bad. Cauliflower shame. Yeah. Wait. Can I t- can I pull up like the red flags that he sent me? I do want to see. Okay. This. There are, there are some red flags because I like reject him and then I stop responding as any woman would, and mm-hmm. then he starts getting really really fresh and he says his last quote is so like look at all this white text and then look at all that blue text nothing but the, his last quote is I'll never feel threatened that you're funnier and better looking than me. Okay, basic requirement. Yeah, but like if you're saying that. Like before we even date, like you know, this is coming up for the rest of a relationship. Yeah, that means you will absolutely be threatened. Yeah, and it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Um. So that's me dating. Anyway, don't like fruits or vegetables. <laughs> I prefer salty meals. Good. Yeah. Uh, worst white actress. Worst white actress. <gasps> nah, man, I can't hate on anyone. Can I say like a reality star? Sure. Like Heidi Montag. Sure. Yeah. She's. She thinks she's an actress. Yeah, exactly. She. She's not very good. But I. Th- I like the, the brand. Like I like that she loves crystals. I think that's funny. But yeah. Right. She's. She can't act. Yeah, I'm not about. I'm not about people who are really into crystals. Even no. though I did say earlier that I won't make fun of what people like. Yeah. Crystals. Oh, they're pretty fucking stupid. Are my <laughs> they are stupid. I'm sorry. I was raised by Nigerian immigrants. If I said I had crystals, they'd be like, what are those expensive rocks and can you return them? <laughs> Worst breed of dog. Worst breed of dog. Oh, anything small and yippy. Yeah, I like like a dog that'll defend you to his death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I grew up with small dogs. Oh, really? Right. Also, huh. I'm gay, and we're, like, predisposed to, like, small dogs. Oh, really? My family always had small dogs. We had a Yorkie named Molly. My dad one night fell asleep on the couch, and the dog was sleeping next to him. And in the morning, he woke up, and we couldn't find the dog anywhere. Oh, what the heck? And we looked everywhere. By the Like, in a half an hour had passed, and my mom was, like, bawling. Ooh. 
And we heard something come from the couch. What the heck? And she pressed down on like the middle cushion and the dog's head popped out. <laughs> She got smushed. He she got, got smushed. smushed oh couch. no! I should explain. Our couch was like the way that it was constructed. Yeah. It was a three seater, uh-huh. but the middle, the back of the middle seat, mm-hmm. like folded down, and oh. then the back of it was like a table. Oh yeah, I got exactly. So what you, you could put like your drinks yeah. in it yeah, yeah, while you're watching Ferris a movie, Bueller. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it. so like that part of the couch, the the under part of it was like hollow. Yeah. So the dog just got squished into oh, like the gosh. hollow part. Just chilling so all they, day. Yeah, she was fine, but also like was inside of the couch. Did she pee in the no. couch? Wow, good dog, good dog. Because my mom instilled the fear of doggy god on oh her. Oh my gosh! Worst alcohol is our final one. Worst alcohol tequila makes me act like a flaming lunatic. Like I am like. Do you find that different alcohols make you feel different things? Yes, with tequila. Tequila, I go full lesbian. Like I'm literally <laughs> like every girl. I'm like you're so pretty. <laughs> like would you like to touch boobs? Like it's a problem. <laughs> I always say that I feel like my least favorite alcohol is informed by my college experience of smelling other people's vomit. Not my own, because the only times that I've thrown up from drinking have been from Long Island iced teas. Wow. Which is just like its own flavor. (laughs) Because it's everything. But like, I remember in college, (laughs) I smelled gin. Yeah. Like coming up. Yeah. So I ha- I was like I can't. Oh yeah, gin is gross. Like, G- gin smells gross. Yeah, yeah, it's just disgusting. But it alcohol- smells like a Christmas tree that someone diarrhea. Ooh, that's gross. True. <laughs> um, our next and final section. Oh, perfect. We have a segment called "Which is Worst." Which is worst? And we're gonna give you two scenarios, mm. and you have to pick which one is the worst. Oh, easy. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes, I am. So ready. <laughs> okay, which is worst? See. Making sensual love to a clown Ew. while he's in full clown makeup. Ew. Or licking one of Donald Trump's feet from the very back of his heel Ew. to the very tip of his biggest toe. Which is worse, Donald Trump. This is a man who- You would fuck a clown. I'd fuck- I would- do in- dirty things to a clown. I would do unspeakable things to a clown if it meant I didn't have to lick Donald Trump's feet. Hello, this is the to man. To be fair, his feet rarely touch the ground. To be fair, this man is afraid of walking down the stairs. Exactly. I'm saying that his feet are probably cursed. Just think about it. <laughs> That's true. You it doesn't wanna, add up. You kids. don't want to pick up a foot. Exactly. Curse. No. I'm Ivanka. Will will do it for me. I don't need to worry. She oh, will. is the Ivanka joke too hard for you people? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Are we protecting the blonde white woman? Excuse me. Yep. We got there. You baited me eventually. Oh, I did. You know, Ivanka is complicit, though. She is. She is. She's had his foot in her mouth. Ew. (laughs) The thing Uh, is, we can make these jokes because he literally will say that he wants to fuck his daughter. Like, if if he didn't say that, it would be inappropriate. But he says this stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, now everyone pretends like suddenly he's president and he didn't say literally everything he said on Howard Stern. Yeah. We talked about like, wanting to that? fuck his own daughter. If my father said that about me, I would um, move countries. I would excommunicate myself from the church. Like, there would be lots of processes to separate myself. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or you could go work for him in the White House. Ugh, as an advisor as that doesn't get paid. Ugh. Mm-hmm. With Jared Kushner, the man with no lips. He looks like a Madame Tussauds figure. Uh, okay, which is <laughs> worst? Dating a white guy whose Tinder profile is him holding a fish... Or dating a white guy whose Tinder profile is him hugging a group of African children. Oh, gosh. Which is worst? 
okay. I use Tinder to get free f- stuff <laughs> exclusively. Like, I'm not looking for a husband. What that. kind of, like, food? Food, presents, you know, whatever. Free shoes, free Do you clothes. have an Amazon wish list that you send? I don't have it. No, baby, it's Bloomingdale's. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so... A wedding registry yeah, exactly, for one. Exactly. So, it would, for, for in terms of white guilt, it would be the man hugging the black Africans. That's worse. Def- no, it's... Oh, it's better. So, the fish is so worse. So, the fish is worse. Because the fish guy is always going to be like, hey, I see the joke you made. I disagree. You know? The yeah. guy who's hugging black kids is like, I don't think I'm a racist, but I will say something racist. And you can, can just politely take his Amex <laughs> and walk away. I'm just kidding, yeah, guys. I'm not a, yeah. doesn't have an Amex. Yeah, he doesn't. Exactly. The kid, let's be honest, he has a Sam's Club card <laughs> at best. <laughs> yeah. You don't want anybody who has too much time on their hands to Mm-mm. think. No. I also, I'm not like an outdoorsy chick. Like Same. if if my future husband wants me to be for, and he's very successful, sure, I'll become that. But no, I'm not. Uh, which is worst, mm-hmm. getting punched in the face by Oprah mm-hmm. or getting kicked in the uterus by Beyonce? Oh my gosh, I would take both of those willingly. As yeah. I would too, but which is worse? Which is worse? Worst. I can't even think of that because I would love to be. I met Oprah at this at the what? oh at like the Henrietta Locks um, premiere. I like scammed myself. You know, I scammed into it. It was great. It was great. The I Secret Service, they don't even work for Oprah, but they're going to come yeah, retroactively. Yeah. Do something, kid. Kick you in the uterus. Oh, my God. I'd hate that. Uh, where else can people find your works? So oh, my can gosh. follow you on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Z-Y-Z-I-W-E. On Instagram at Z-I-W-E-F. I'm currently fighting for the handle. I've been blocked by the person who has it. <laughs> True story. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having for me. For coming through. It's a pleasure. I'm drunk. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right, we're almost at the end of the show. It's time for our chasers. The good things that we drink to make the bad things go down easier. Barry, what's your chaser? My chaser this week. You know what? I'm going to keep it simple. Yeah? I'm going to shout out chocolate chip cookies. Love a good choco chip. You know, I try to come up with all these different chasers. That speak to different parts of our culture. Chocolate chip is a very important part of our culture. It, it is. represents a lot of good things. Yeah. Namely, copious amounts of sugar and butter mm. and chocolate. What's your chaser this week? My chaser is Twinks. <laughs> do you know what Twinks are? I do, but for for the unaware, a Twink in in gay culture is skinny, kind of muscly, but not really. Like scrawny dudes, basically. And I realized this week that I crush on a lot of twinky guys. <laughs> I watched Kingsman. Anyway, the guy in that is really hot. His name's Taron. Taron Egerton, which is not a real name. He's not, he's a little too thick to be a twink, I think. But he has twinkish features. Then I saw Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. I think I was the last person to see it in the theater. And the new Spider-Man is a twink. And I love him. And then I recently remember that I love Sean Mendez, who is like the definition of a twink. If you don't know what a twink is yet, Sean Mendez is a twink. I realize that Sean Mendez is probably the youngest musician I'll ever care about. Like from now on. I don't think my my 
brain has the capacity to know anything younger than Sean Mendes from now on. So, R.I.P. Anybody born after 1998. And that is it. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get the show. Hit subscribe. Then rate us. Leave us a favorable review. It really does help. It gets us up there in the iTunes charts, which is always good. If you don't know how to leave a review, just go to reviews on Apple Podcasts, and then it says, write a review. And then you click that, and then you write something nice, like Matt has beautiful breasts and a supple bump. You can also find us on Spotify and Stitcher and all the places where podcasts are. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Jenna Weiss-Berman, Josh Gwynn, and me, Matt Bellisai. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Emily Becker, and Jess Hackle, and this week's sponsor, Wink. Music by Hansdale Sue. You can find me on all the social medias at Matt Bellisai. You can pre-order my book, Everything is Awful, and other observations on everythingisawfulbook.com. It's episode 10. Next week, we're going to take the week off, and we'll be back the following week with a very special episode. So we'll see you in a couple weeks. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Dun da da da. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. Welcome back to Unhappy Hour. <laughs> <laughs> like Unhappy Hour. Announcing a rodeo. <laughs>